Hey loungers, thanks again for tuning into our podcast. This is Alan. Oh Jesus! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that, bro? Oh man, I was reading it. I was reading it. Dang it! <laughs> I knew what was I knew what was happening in his head as he was saying it. But um, Jesus! Yeah, um, oh jeez! All right. Uh, this is Alan. <laughs> no, no, we're doing this what? again. We're just not. We're gonna do it again. It's not, it's not like a TV show where you can just take it yeah. and they can cut that shit. <laughs> I mean, I can obviously for the stream, I can't. But uh, yeah, no, I know. for the recording, it's, a, it's I up can. to you, man. How, we could have just kept. Yeah, it. let's just just take All it. All right, we'll talk. keep it. We'll keep we're it. We're not that far. Right? We're we're live. We're live. We'll keep it. All right. Yeah, yeah so. that's good. All right. So. so I'm Randy, and I'm Alan, and I'm Rob, and we are the Lounge SD. Uh, we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for your continued support. We're on episode 12 now. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, growing up in the 90s and 2000s uh, when it comes to pop culture. So get ready for that. But like always, we're going to get into our weekly recap since it has been about a week since we last uh, got together to record. So Alan, what's going on, man? Um, I ran a half marathon today, um, rock and roll half marathon. Um, the grind continues, uh, getting ready for Ironman Cebu 70.3. It's going to be a scorcher. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, kind of like eye opening with the whole like 77 degrees and I'm like, it's going to be much hotter in the Philippines. So um, nothing much, just drinking my beer, racing races, and, uh, what's it called? Um, had some bomb barbecue yesterday. I don't know if you guys have tried this place in San Diego called, in La Mesa. Well, Randy hasn't, obviously, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, there's this place in La Mesa called Cali Comfort Barbecue. Mm, no, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, it's really weird, because, like, their parking lot is, like, some dude's house. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like house. Some dude, like, like, <laughs> is it that some was your dude, car? <laughs> it was some dude's driveway, and like, and then you park across the street, and then, um, the the barbecue is pretty pretty good. I I must say, like, like the I don't know, the meat fell off the ribs, and it was pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah. Aside from that, go ahead. I was gonna say, is it better than Phil's? Because that's that's all I need to know right there. Uh, see, it depends. Like Phil's, like their their sauce at Phil's is is bomb, and that's one of the reasons why I like Phil's so much. I feel like they put too much sauce, though. Like the flavor is there, but they just like it's like they have a bowl of sauce, and then they just put the ribs in there. Damn. Sorry, I'm just saying. That's one reason why. I'm Rob? not too hype about it. Sorry. Rob, how do you um, feel about Phil's? <laughs> I love Phil's, man. I'd go there every day if I could, if I could afford it. Welcome to the Lounge SD, where we review restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> this this week's restaurant is Cali Comfort Barbecue and the surrounding area barbecue spot. So it's like hey, normal it's... barbecue? <laughs> like American barbecue? Yeah, it's American barbecue. But see, you can't even say American barbecue because there's Tennessee barbecue or there's Memphis Tennessee? barbecue. Yeah, Kansas City barbecue. <laughs> there's bubble gum. You know, no, I don't like. There's a bunch of barbecue, like different, like type of barbecues, and 
<laughs> we're getting into a different yeah. we're getting into a different podcast but um yeah so i <laughs> so i went to cali comfort barbecue with my girlfriend and then uh yeah life was good this week life was good this weekend um that's all i can say really uh rob um i actually had some barbecue I'm just kidding. I just trying to think of some great. Where's Rob going the wind this week? I was like waiting for it. Like Yeah. We we spent too much time on the barbecue. Um but one thing that was cooking this week was the I got into the crew two beta. Um and that's been been quite a lot of fun. Um uh it's alright. I mean I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of being forced to play the game. Uh, one of my friends is really into it. One of our friends is really into it. <laughs> forced. Oh yes. Very um, into it. No, it's just it's just that feeling you get like when someone like hypes something up, and so you want to be hyped to support your homie, but at the same time you're kind of like ah this this game's just okay. Um, my my description of it is it's like Grand Theft Auto Five, but without being able to get out of your car and like shoot somebody in the face. It's just excuse so me, it's fun. just yeah. yeah. It's not that it's not fun. It's just it's a different aspect. They focused a lot more on like the handling and graphics of the vehicles, whereas. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, it's a lot more of, like, the different types of gameplay and, like, the variety. But, you know, like, one thing about Grand Theft Auto is, like, the, the driving and stuff isn't as um, refined as, like, you know, Gran Turismo or something. Where I think Crew 2 is kind of, like, that middle ground. Like, if you're really into, like, motorsports and that kind of stuff, like, this is definitely your game. Um, but if you're looking for more of, like, that single-player, like, multiplayer adventure, hanging out with your friends, shooting people in the face, that Grand Theft Auto is more your lane. Um, but that's not to say, like, you know, I mentioned a little bit already, um, the graphics and the, the gameplay is uh, controls and everything. They're all pretty tight, um, even from, you know, the beta standpoint. Um, I think I only got kicked out of the beta once because of the servers, and that was, like, <laughs> day one. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's a great-looking game. Um, it was a little limited, like, the stuff that they had to play and do. Like, I, I really would have liked to have... Focused more on the street racing aspect, but there's only a few events. And I think it's because in the beta they're trying to get everybody to play the different types. So you could do like the speedboat races and the the like Red Bull Air Race style flying. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, th- I still think it was it's it's a it's a good beta. Uh, I'm glad that they did that. You know, put it out there. It's helped make you know helped me make my decision in that I probably won't be picking up the game. <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask you next. <laughs> just because it's not, it's not my lane. Like, like I said, I want to support the homie. It's just there. It doesn't seem like the gameplay is there for me, though. It doesn't seem that fun. And I don't know. You know, I think. You know, I don't know if you guys can speak to it. Like, I wasn't able to play with any of my friends, so I didn't get that experience. I, I ran into a bunch of randoms who kept like ramming me with their cars. Um, that was about it. Um, so yeah, I mean that's. Uh, and the other thing I've done this week, besides the Crew 2 beta, um, I watched Red Sparrow yesterday uh, with Jennifer Lawrence and yeah. Joel Egerton, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, that movie is ridiculous. Uh, it's, in a good way? Yeah, it's, it's a, no, no, in a bad way. Like, uh, really? The movie was okay. It's like a, it's one of those like slow burn thinker movies. It's it's about like hmm. spy. It's a spy thriller, but it's not like. It's definitely not your type, like typical like James Bond or Mission Impossible, where there's like big action set pieces and crazy stunts. Um, it's it's a lot more like grounded spy, like you know, double agent, double crossing action going on. Um, but yeah, it just didn't hit me the right way. It, like 
I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence was okay in it. It's just the, the as far as like the story and the the dialogue and stuff just wasn't really all that there all there for me. So I don't know. It was just an okay and aside, movie. Aside from Jennifer Lawrence just being like a cute actress who's kind of nerdy and kind of like real, I guess people put it as. Like she yeah, hasn't yeah, yeah. had a great like she hasn't had a great um like filmography. Wait a minute. What, dude? Wait a you minute. You can't have these like blanket statements. Yep. Because you you're going to get called pump out. The brakes. Pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> okay. Wait, what, so, like, wait, what are, you, know, so what are you standing on? Games, what do you mean? Aside from uh-huh. Hunger Games and yeah. the X Men trilogies or X Men movies, what else has she had? Uh, she I'm going in... right off the top of the head Silverline's yep, yep. playbook. Yeah, dude. She like won crazy oh, yeah, awards for that, too. Okay. Yeah. What she's. She's shown like great depth in her movies too. I mean, like she can be the franchise star, and then like Granny Boy said, she can play like the dramatic indie film. She uh, can play comedy. What was the other one? Uh, the space one. Passengers? Is it Passengers? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch with, it? Uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah, I watched it. It was good. Uh, it definitely wasn't her best showing, but I thought it was a good movie, good concept, and it had a Star Lord in it, so I'll take it. Um, <laughs> okay. I really liked Silver Linings Playbook. I think that was her, her heavy hitter. I'm mean, rightfully uh, so. She won awards for that, but yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is I mean, like even then, oh. even then, like I didn't. I don't know. Hunger Games like was just myth to me. Like I just, I was just reminded too much of Battle Royale. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it was. I don't want to say based on, but similar story. Ooh, yeah. American Hustle. Thank you for that one, Yaoman, in the chat. American Hustle was a good one um, uh, that she was in as well. I haven't watched, haven't watched that either. Yeah. Oh, well, how are you going to make so blanket statements you if you haven't seen her roster? <laughs> like, I saw her filmography. I saw she's like games, one of I'm like, all right. Yeah, she's definitely one of like the, the most busy actresses of our time. <laughs> she's like, as a new. <laughs> Has some new like heat coming out, you know, Here, a couple I, times. Just ago. real quick, we're gonna we're gonna deviate. I'm gonna go look up her her roster real quick. Hold on, let me uh. Wait, man. Oh. Uh, Jennifer. Lawrence Did you guys hear that? Movies. Where's yeah, just you, me? No, it sounds like he's like rubber banding back and forth between yeah. uh, our dimension. Oh, it's probably and, just yeah. lag from when I loaded up the screen. Uh, so mother. Was... So if you wanted to cut that out, if you want to cut out that whole portion where you were <laughs> lagging, and then maybe like a couple minutes before that, straight. Was it really bad? We're, we're, like, we're it was pretty bad. Alan Clarkson said Jennifer Lawrence doesn't have a good yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, just cut out this entire section. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad though, Randy. Like, but still. All right. Either way. No, I just didn't know. I didn't know. Uh. Yeah, Joy was another one. American Hustle, Silver Linings Playbook, Passengers, uh, and Mother and Red Sparrow. Yeah. But either way, back on topic. Rob, what else? Um, that's that's all I've been up to, man. Yeah. Sorry, Red Sparrow, uh I was expecting like a Black Widow style spy thriller and it was just some weird uh, R rated torture Ew. porn kind of movie 
Ew. Yeah, so there's there, there were like really graphic like murder scenes in there. It's it's kind of hard to watch some of it. Oh, like more graphic than um than uh what's that? John Wick. No, John Wick was like a stylish cool and it was like really quick murders. This yeah. was like really long drawn out. It was more of like Oh, uh, those are worse. Like torture scenes? Yeah, they were like it was like the yeah. red wedding for like 2 hours. Oh jeez. <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> the red wedding. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was yeah, it was like those really long drawn out like torture like hostel or like saw movie kind of scenes where you're like you start feeling kind of queasy and yeah, kind of like messes with you a little bit. Like you start feeling like the stuff's going on like happening to you. Mm. You're like, "Oh, they're breaking my kneecaps." Not that oh. there's a kneecap breaking, but just that kind of stuff. Anyway, right. sorry. So that's right. what I've been up to. Yeah, so uh, Phil's barbecue anyway. and Red Sparrow. <laughs> that's what we're talking about today. Uh, so me, much sauce. Yeah. Uh, this week has been very busy to me, or for me. Uh, obviously, work grind, baby grind. But you know? we we hit a we hit a milestone with a baby grind. Uh, we officially put her in daycare throughout the week, so that's nice. Um, she's busy, uh, and the wife started working as well, so she's busy. Um, so those are kind of big things in the house right now. Uh, I started streaming Kingdom Hearts, which had a fairly good reception uh, on Friday. So that was a great time. Um, and I got a new desk, which I'm pretty excited about. It helps me kind of streamline uh, the stream, yeah. the recording, and all that stuff. So so good things happening uh, in the cool. Randy household. So I'm pretty excited. Um, Dope. But yeah, let's get into the topic. So... Like I previously mentioned, we're going to be talking about uh, pop culture and what that means to us or what it meant to us when we were growing up in the 90s and 2000s. Um, uh -huh. So obviously nowadays, pop culture is huge. But back then, especially when we were growing up, not so much. Um, so let's just go back in time a little bit. Alan, what were a few things as a kid, you know, in that time frame, what were you into? Um, so I'll just preface this by, oh, okay. So I'll just preface this by saying uh, we're going to bring up what one game, one TV show, and one movie, right? Yes, yes. So I'll just start off with a game. Um, dude, regular Nintendo, the Nintendo Entertainment, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> System, Nintendo, oh my god, Nintendo. Um, the Nintendo Entertainment System, and um, <laughs> Duck Hunt, dude. Like, Ooh. not like not that it defined my childhood or pop culture back then, but dude, Duck Hunt. Like, come on. Like, when you go to the when you go to the arcades, you spend like what twenty five cents, fifty cents to play like Time Crisis when you were a little when you were a little bit older. But then now, like when you were in the comfort of your own home, you just play Duck Hunt. You know, and it was so simple. It was like, you know, shoot the duck, you know, shoot the duck. And until, it doesn't get much more. Until you put your gun all the way up to the screen and you're cheating. I'm just saying it's not so hard. See, I don't, I don't do it like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> not me. It's not my style. It's right, PVP. Right. So, oh, jeez. So duck hunt. <laughs> yeah. So duck hunt, dude. Like I just, I remember having to um, like fight over that with like cousins or um, my cousins, when my cousins would visit from the Philippines, I specifically remember that. Um, and they're like, oh, let's play video games. And we would play 
you know, duck hunt or if my aunt wanted to play and, you know, be fighting with her or my sister. So it was just fun. Like that's like, you know, just trying to fight over the two controllers or the one player that we had or that we had available. So that would probably bring me back to my childhood a lot. Uh, Rob? Okay. Uh, oh, so we're going uh, games first? Or we're going to go all three for Alan? Yeah. I would I'll just go games. For, we'll go like we'll go like game, then TV show, then okay. movie. Okay. Alright. So, Rob, all right, cool. what's a game that brings uh, you back? My one game that brought me back, uh, or brings me back, is uh, is the Pokemon games on the uh, Game Boy. I knew it. There had there had to be somebody in this crew. Oh, mine is written down. Yep. (laughs) But I got it. Don't worry. You had yours written down too. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. But um, that the hustle back then was real. Like I didn't. I mean, I I didn't have a job, and I didn't. My parents weren't the type of parents who like rushed out and got me anything got me stuff like right away so when i was growing up between my friends we like shared cartridges um for pokemon red and blue i think yellow was the first game that i got that was actually yeah and then so one thing i remember growing up as a kid was that you we couldn't have more than uh, i think i forget what the limit is um i think it was like six or seven pokemon or something like that where um oh okay because when you're playing the game, it like w- once you filled up your belt of Pokemon, it would yep. send your other ones to the Pokemon Center or to your bank or whatever. Yeah. And when you did that, it would overwrite the save. And so what? Like, we would try to get as far as we could in the game without filling up the bank of Pokemon or something. <laughs> I forget. There was like a set limit. And so that's that's the way that we... There was like three or four of us, and we were playing on like two cartridges. And wow. Like just trying to get yeah. It, back and forth. it wow. was... It was pretty bad, man. But that's that's the one thing I remember as a kid. Like, you get frustrated at your friends, and you're like, "Dude, what the heck? You overrode my game." He's like, "Yeah, homie, but I got that butterfree." <laughs> like, oh, that's cool. Oh wow. Yeah, I was a I was a dude on my block who had who bought who went out and bought the cable. The, the oh, cable. Yeah, you were yeah. the you were the sought after kid for sure. And then oh, we would be like, wait. "Oh, dude, I have like a Machamp." I need to evolve into a Machoke. <laughs> Can you swap and reswap with me? And they're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I have a Golem, and I want like, or I have a Geodude, I want to turn into a Golem or whatever. I don't know. And then, yeah, there like, was some that would only that evolve had, in the trade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, yeah, dude. And then you know, getting missing, uh, missing no. Yeah. Um, you know, going up and down the coast over and over again to get those rare candies, bro. You, I'm yeah. about to one up you guys. I'm about to one up you guys. It I'm is. sorry. It is with sorry. It, man. Yeah, go. go. He's gonna say Pokemon Snap Watch. No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not even gonna say my game yet. At Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say my game yet. I'm just gonna keep talking about Pokemon real quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Rob didn't even have the game. He had to share the game. Had to share it, bro. Had the game, but had the cable as well. Yeah. I had the game, had the cable. And the Game Shark. So you what I cheated. did, dude. <laughs> when cheater, I was a bro. kid, I used to be like, "Hey, what Pokemon do you want? I'll charge you a quarter for it." And they say, "Okay, I want what this a Pokemon." Hustler. Dude, Damn, hey, dude. I was getting paid on the playground, bro. And I would, I had, the- <laughs> I remember, I printed out the sheet with all the Pokemon codes, so I would have to just type in the specific number. And then put their cartridge in and turn it on and do 
whatever and then they would have the pokemon and i'd be like all right quarter pay up bro and uh yeah i was hustling with that pokemon it was good stuff you were that you were that kid who i would like fight you know you had the cable so that's the other thing you could do was like fight against your homie yep and you'd have like six amuse <laughs> yeah. or six amuse. <laughs> just just wrecking all the kids <laughs> all right Damn, so man. besides that all right so my game uh especially because i knew someone was gonna have pokemon uh the next heavy hitter for me back then was mario party uh especially as i got a little bit older uh mario party i think came out right after pokemon like the main hype for the pokemon because i know it was out for the 64 or the n64 Uh um but man that game used to end friendships right there (laughs) like not just that you would mess the palm of your hand up spinning that uh oh the joystick. god the joystick yeah Oof, it was so good so yeah, good i loved it dude I yeah loved it. and just stealing but, um, stars at the end or whatever oh yeah man. stealing stars oh god yeah but um you guys remember that game on the n64 i think it was like poke it was pokemon stadium oh yeah uh, oh yeah had the adapter on the controller yep. exactly yeah yep that was good stuff Hell, i had yeah. that as well uh, oh, now that man. I think about it, my You're parents such a cheater, bro. hooked me up. Oh, yeah, especially, I was like, oh, whatever Pokemon I have in the cartridge goes on to uh, Pokemon Stadium. Well, let me just get every single one. Boom, done. But, all right, <laughs> let's get back on topic. All right, so I did my game, or we all did the games. One TV show, Alan, go for it. Uh, TV show, I remember coming home after school, uh, trying to knock out as much homework as possible and the tv show that i always turned on to was on toonami dragon ball z okay okay um i don't remember much of it um i know the gist of it um like the cell saga frieza saga uh boo majin boo um yeah it was just it was fun like just coming home and to be honest like that's i think that's what a lot of the kids nowadays are missing is that they're they have they're just the market is so saturated with like all of these cartoons like you have disney with the marvel then star wars and then you have mickey mouse and then you have nickelodeon with whatever the hell they have now but then back then like we had like star i think when i was in high school is when spongebob started getting coming into the fold but um dragon ball z was was like the go-to after school and then on the weekends was like digimon and stuff but i'll go with dragon ball z rob that's a solid choice man the dbz was was hitting pretty heavy um i would i want to say that mine when i got home actually i don't think it was it was on regularly or i don't remember catching it too much after school but it was on saturday mornings um i used to catch the the x-men tv show Yes. Yes. Animated, animated, uh, sort of that. And I don't, I defy you, I dare you guys to find a more hype <laughs> 90s intro music. <laughs> intro is so hype. Dude, oh yeah. my gosh. Oh man, there was so much good stuff. Oh, I have one for you. This isn't my choice. Oh, yeah. Or, but the Pokemon intro was just as oh, hype. Oh god, hell yeah, dude. dude. I want to oh, be. Oh yeah. Best. 
Oh, no yeah. one so ever good. was. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Dude, that part was like, th- like those like four or five chords that he just played right there, like the best, fire. the most hypest. Just fire. The most hype chords ever. Like whoever, <laughs> like whoever was coming up with the guitar riff, they're like, hey, we're like on Craigslist, like Japan Craigslist or whatever. Um, it's Kuregurist over there is what they call it. Oh my it. gosh. Like, they're probably like, hey, we need we need a dope guitar riff for this Pokemon theme song. And some dude was like, don't worry, fam, I got you. Boom, 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 boom. And, it's like, and they're like, you're hired, dude. You're hired. Man, oh, see? Now All right, know, now so to listen to back it. to Rob Jeez. with X-Men. We keep veering off. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, no, that was just the hype TV show for me. Uh, I, I, I didn't read comic books that young, so my exposure to superheroes back then was strictly through television um, and seeing them on the TV screen. And that was during, fuck, I forget the guy's name now. Um, it was like his X-Men comic book run. Uh, I want to say it was like Claremont is one of the guys. And it was like the X-Men blue team with uh, like Cyclops and the blue and yellow, like all of them wearing that like crazy blue yellow outfits and stuff. Yep. Um, and so that was, that was pretty much my intro into superheroes and, you know, just that world of, of fantasy was, you know, that's what got me hooked as a kid. Um, and it, yeah, that was one thing, like, you know, a lot of like the nerd things I hear from kids growing up or I see nowadays is like parents are putting that stuff on their kids now. It's like my parents weren't into comic books or anything like that, but my uncle was. And so that's one of those things where, you know, you're... It's not necessarily passed down from my parents. It was something that my uncle was into, and that kind of just reinforced it for me. I had somebody that was like an adult that I thought was cool that I could talk about that stuff with. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. It makes it tough for me to think of uh, a one TV show, but every saturday morning would be the new episode i think it was at like nine o'clock in the morning for me at least on the west Damn. coast um, got the time so. down. oh yeah i remember specifically uh making sure i went to bed at a decent time which was before midnight back then um so i would wake up on time to watch it was pokemon and then i want to say after pokemon was batman beyond um so i kind of i kind of double dipped there but pokemon was just my my tv show and then just right after was batman beyond um yeah just like that um obviously that time frame pokemon was huge you know what i mean like our our generation pokemon is is up there um so obviously i was watching that but as the i guess you can call it less mainstream it was batman beyond and just seeing uh terry doing his thing and learning how to be batman because bruce is all old and and all that stuff and he can't do it forever so uh i was a big fan so pokemon slash batman beyond were were my tv shows that i used to get down on and made sure that i watched every week um and then, what about movies for you guys, Alan? What's a what's a movie from back then? Oh my God! Um, let's go with uh, Jurassic Park, man. Ooh, 
uh, I gotta go with the Jurassic Park. The like original? Like oh not... yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. J- Jurassic Park, like the very very first one. Um, yeah. Was that not directed by Steven Spielberg? Uh, I think no, it that's, was. That's the, the first one was totally Steven Spielberg. Yeah. 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 God, like it was just um, everything about it was just crazy. Like you know, as a kid, you're kind of just like learning you know learning everything about the world and then you hear about dinosaurs you like you know everything you know every time you went to a store and you're like oh dinosaur like look dinosaur toy dinosaur for this dinosaur that power rangers were about dinosaurs so as a kid you're kind of like in you know you're into dinosaurs and you've learned so much about them and then it was kind of just like like such a fantasy thing because they you know they're extinct but then seeing jurassic park you're kind of like Especially with the animatronics, because um, I think they use like real, like real animatronics instead of CGI. Yeah. Um, like just seeing that just had the realism in it, and it just, I it just like, it makes me feel like a kid again. Um, like watching the new Jurassic Worlds, like it's, it has the same effect, but not quite the same, like the same. Uh, I don't know the same feel. I don't even know if it has the same effect, but it, I just remember like Jurassic Park, especially what was that scene? I think it was a scene when um, the kids were, they were in the SUVs and the kids SUV got flipped over and they were like sinking into the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Stepped on. And they were getting stepped on. And then, and then <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was like, Hey, over here. <laughs> and then he's like, and then Dr. Grant was like, get in the car. Like, what are you doing? You like stupid or whatever. And then like Jeff Goldblum started running. Cause I think Jeff Goldblum was, Jeff Goldblum was uh, mimicking Dr. Grant and Dr. Grant was so good about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he was like, well, I could do this too. And then Jeff Goldblum was like, he was run. The, the thing that was bad about it was that he was running with it. And then, um, Dr. Grant, when Dr. Grant was just standing there, he was waving it, waving the flare, and then he threw the flare, and the T-Rex, like, went after the flare. But Dr. Grant was just sta- uh, standing still. But then when Jeff Goldblum was doing it, he was waving the flare, and then he started running with the flare, and then he threw the flare, but the T-Rex was um, was tracking the actions and tracking the movement, and then Jeff Goldblum, you know, was still running. And then he he got toss into the yeah. shack where that dude was and um the dude got eaten up yeah he was yeah Absolutely. and you know what for uh, the longest for the longest time i thought the dude was taking a dump and it's i was funny like, because I was, I was actually oh, just about hiding. to say that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know what's funny was that um was that i was always thinking you know as a kid i'm like that's a really bad time to take a dump because he <laughs> ran he ran into the hut yeah uh, he ran into the hut to get away from the T-Rex, but then um, I always thought that he was taking a dump when the T-Rex was trying to eat him, but he wasn't. He was just wearing, um, he was wearing like flesh-colored uh, shorts. Like, like yeah, tan. khaki khaki cargo yeah. shorts. Yeah, so it looked like he was taking a dump. Because I'm wearing that right now. But oh, me too, dude! What? What? Twinsies. Twinsies. You know, you speaking of really Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park. <laughs> speaking of Jurassic Park, um, that actually has a special place in my heart because it came out 
on my birthday, which is June 11th, 1993. And my mom actually took me to every single Jurassic Park movie launch. What? Yeah. That's dope. Crazy. See, I didn't That's know that. pretty I knew, awesome. I, didn't know that. I did know that. Really? So you're welcome. Well, wow. no. <laughs> you're welcome. It was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, right? dude. Jurassic Park, like, hands down, probably, probably one of, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Ooh. Next to next to Charm yeah. Legacy. <laughs> oh man, Rob. Solid choices. What's the movie, choice. man? Oh man, the, um, the moves. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, my my parents, or I should say, my dad was really into movies. Uh-huh. And like I, I, I think as a kid, I saw way more movies by the time I was like a teenager than you know most of my friends had seen, like, or most like adults have seen by that by that time. Um, yeah, my parents were always dragging us to movies. I don't say dragon; they just always brought us out to the movies for some reason. Um, and uh, so, and then my dad made sure, like, at at home, he had like a really bomb ass entertainment system. And so, like, I would always watch movies and stuff at home, and it would be like you know the movie theater experience and stuff for me as well. And that so, like <laughs> um, and so, growing up, he would always just have movies going on all the time. And I don't know if that was like his babysitting technique, or you know, I can't remember if I, when I was a kid if I was always <laughs> asking to see these movies. I think I, it was kind of like a little bit of both. Probably. Um, but uh, so I would say it, it's a really close tie between. Trilogies. I used to watch the Back to the Future trilogy a bunch, and also the original Star Wars trilogy. Um, Mm. And going back to what uh, Alan, when you mentioned, like as a kid, you're growing up and you're seeing these things, and then seeing the movies again as an adult, you kind of understand the story more and everything. Um, One thing that sticks out to me, and like every time I see Empire Strikes Back, it sticks out to me, is when Luke is hanging from the bottom of the uh, AT, the AT AT. He's, Uh you know, he throws a grenade into the belly. He cuts it open with his lightsaber and throws a grenade inside. When I was a kid, I thought he'd throw, he threw his lightsaber inside and like ignited it remotely. And I was like, shit, man. Those lightsabers are super powerful. And then I was like, and then I was like, it's so crazy that even when he detonated it, he still got it back and used it to fight Darth Vader later on in the movie. So as a kid, I always thought like these like lightsabers were like these crazy OP weapons. Uh, yeah, it wasn't until like, you know, later, like, you know, the next year's viewing as a teenager or something like that, where I was like, oh, okay, he threw a grenade. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one thing that's that's pretty crazy, I think, is like, you know, the childhood movies that you grew up with, like crazy ideas and like tangents and storylines that you make up in your head that you think. And then, you know, as an adult, you're like, well, I was I was way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, my my movie franchise or you know, specific movie I probably had when I was growing up as a kid would be Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back. Sounds good, man. Uh, this was a tough choice. Um, but Is it, though? I mean, it uh, is. There's so many good movies. Rob, um, Rob, what do you think is... You, oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have an idea? That's a good, a good one. Prediction. Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, I... I my guess would be Back to the Future, but I don't know if that was like a recent thing. I know you're heavily into the BTTF now, but I don't know if it was the same story back then. Alan, yeah. what do you think? I'm going to go with BTTF. Back you know to what's the funny? It's I not. had it written down. No, I had it written down okay. as uh-huh. my answer. And then you changed it. I changed it. <laughs> you fucking Game Shark exact- cheater, nope. bro. <laughs> <laughs> you Game Shark cheater. 
<laughs> no, I changed it for exactly what Rob said. Back to the Future didn't hit me until I got older and I realized exactly what was going on. Um, because if you think about it, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that you don't get it as a child, as a child, exactly. you're kind of just like, you're like, Ooh, look at this. Like, Oh, he's in the yep. future. Like, he, you know, he's back in the future and you didn't even understand what that meant. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? And like, like the repercussions of yeah. what they're doing there. Like, so like I said, that didn't hit me until more recently. Um, but one heavy hitter for me that when it came out, it was an, instant instant classic pokemon episode movie. one nope oh. episode one whoa phantom menace no the way phantom menace um what so the backstory okay yeah i watched i watched star wars here and there you know i i liked it uh when i talk about star wars i mean original trilogy um so obviously when episode one was coming out there was you guys know crazy hype around oh, episode man, yeah. one um and i remember my my i think my dad took me to watch it um and once again it kind of took a few more watches to really gain traction with me um and we kind of discussed this and i think it was the last episode um just darth maul dude just when he was doing his thing and doing the baits like man that thing and let's not forget like the pod racing scene and all that stuff just it 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 struck a chord um and especially you know i was young and having a young anakin there and he's doing his thing not saying that he really influenced me but seeing a kid do all the things that he did it was pretty badass, you know what I mean? So, um, episode one was a heavy hitter. Shoot, I even had posters up on my wall for episode one. And specifically, the scene where Darth Maul, uh, where they first start the lightsaber battle, where they're Jesus. still in the hangar. Oh, I, yeah. I had a poster of that. Oh, so good. <laughs> but yeah, episode one was my movie. Uh from that era but let's fast forward let's fast forward now i mean next week i could say that we're all in our 30s i know i know right so looking back obviously we have high regards for all of these things that we talked about but how do you feel about about the things that we were into in general now like Specific, just pop culture in general. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, Alan, let's start with you. So how do you feel about those things that we're into now? Like, um, <clears throat> like I would still get down to a game of Duck Hunt. I would still watch an episode of Dragon Ball Z. I haven't watched... I try to get into an episode of um, Dragon Ball Z. I think of Dragon Ball GT or whatever. Yeah, um, the, the newest one with the gods. Now. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I try to get into it and it just wasn't the same. Um, you know, so many people tell me like, oh, you got to watch in Japanese subtitles and another, you know, couple of friends are like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, just watch it. And I just, I don't know. It just wasn't the same. Like, um, Dragon Ball Z just like, it was just fun to watch. And then like in retrospect with all these memes nowadays, there's a bunch of memes, but like, let's just go with, um, the meme that it always took so long to get from episode to episode. In a sense that each episode was like 30 minutes long, 
but nothing happened in the episode. Like, yep. as an adult, you're like, dude, get on with the fucking show. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, seriously, like, Goku's over here trying to Kamehameha, and, like, it was like, took the whole episode to get to power or a spirit bomb. And he's over here, like, ah! like the whole time. <laughs> and I'm like, bruh, like, Frieza's over here about to, like, <laughs> I was about to say bang your ass off, but um Oh my gosh. Well, cause Frieza's thing is like he was just, she was just he would just point at you and go bang, like then you die. Yeah, yeah, he did right? do that. So like I was gonna say it, I did say it, but not in the same context. <laughs> anyway. So I don't know, like as an adult, I'm just like, dude, like Dragon Ball Z, come on. Like, it took so long. But that was kind of like the draw. Like, you know, coming home from school, you watch Dragon Ball Z. Um, on Toonami, and you're just like, dope, I can't wait till the next episode to find out what happens next. But nowadays, I mean, it's yeah. like, nowadays you're like, you know, you can find every episode. Like, if you really wanted to, you could find any episode and just binge watch it. And then as an adult, binge watching it, you, you would probably pull your hair out if you had any hair. And you're just like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like <laughs> frustrated because you're like, dude, again, get on with the fucking show. Like, how long does it take to build a spirit bomb? I wouldn't know. I'm not hey, a saying. That's that's how powerful it is. Yeah, it takes that long. I'm just saying. Right? All right. No, I got you. I got you. Rob, how are you feeling about uh, what's going on now? Or um, yeah. uh, I think I think I'm I'm happy about what's going on, um, and the fact that I like I have my past drawn. Being a 30 year old now. You're kind of in that sweet spot where things you saw as a kid when you were growing up in the 90s and 2000s, um, you're starting to kind of see it in its like final form. Um, and by that, I mean, like, you know, I used to watch the X-Men TV show as a kid. So I grew up with those Marvel superheroes. And now we have things like the MCU, which is phenomenal right now. They're almost up to 20 movies. And it's, you know, it's been my dream to see these guys like in real life. Like, I wonder what it would look like seeing, you know, you know, Cap fight Iron Man or something. You know what I mean? Like superheroes fight each other on yeah, the big yeah. screen. Or something. Yeah. And you know, now I can. You know, I'm really hyped to say that I've seen it and it looks amazing. And it's it's one of those things where I, like I'm really excited and proud to. I'm starting to think about like when I have kids, like I can't wait to pass this on to them and be like, you know, buckle up, little buddy. You know, they're up to forty movies now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> uh-huh. And I like uh, one thing that I think is cool is that like now you can you can stop and talk to anybody on the street. It doesn't matter really the age or anything, and you can talk about pop culture things and find something you guys have in common. So you know if they're not into, you can talk to a kid and be like, "Hey man, do you do you like Pokemon Go?" And it, you know they've played it. You can stop an elderly person and be like, "You know my father-in-law, he's he's getting close to like sixty or something, I think." And uh, he is heavy into Game of Thrones. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's a weird time that we live in where, like, things like that can just come up and you can, you can just talk to anybody about that. Um, Wait, real quick. Was he into yeah, the yeah. books before the show came out? No, no. He was, he's strictly into the show. I don't think he's read oh, any wow. books. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's one of those things just... where... Oh, go, go ahead. Good. I was going to say, it's just one of those things where, like, he heard about the show and he was like, you know, telling me, he's like, oh yeah, I watched the first season. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I saw him a few weeks later and he's like, oh yeah, I'm all caught up <laughs> to season five or something now. And I was like, what? 
Yeah. So right. it's it's nuts. Yeah. Um, one cool. thing I wanted to ask, uh, I wanted to ask Alan about. He did mention watching Dragon Ball Z. Were you one of those guys, Alan, where you'd watch it after school at four thirty, and you'd watch the edited, like safe for kids version, and then yeah. later on at night after ten o'clock, you'd watch the Adult Swim version with the blood and stuff. No, I think I was just the one that's like the four thirty version. I didn't okay. even know there were two versions. Yeah, I didn't even know there was two versions. So yeah, thank it, you for ruining my fucking childhood, bro. <laughs> yeah, Rob's all about that late night. <laughs> it's called Adult Swim for a reason. Um, yeah, that was that was one thing. Is that like there was only certain anime that you could catch at the Adult Swim? Like I think Cowboy Bebop, like the risque, you know, really close brief nudity kind of anime was towards that time. But also the Dragon Ball Z episode from earlier in the day would have all the blood in it. So, you know, in the TV show, when you're going for the kid, Goku would have like bruises on his face, but at night he would have like blood coming, dripping from his forehead. And he had like cut on his cheeks and stuff. It was, it was pretty weird. I was like, Oh, it's the same exact episode. They just took the blood out. <laughs> Speaking of uh, adult swim. I remember my uncle and I used to stay up just to watch. What was it? Like Johnny quest 2000. Or something like that. Oh Dude, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down on Johnny Quest. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't. I don't even remember ever like paying attention. Or I don't remember paying attention to the episodes at all. But we used to watch it all the time, and we Dude. would stay up late just for that. Did you? Do you remember the intro when you were like flying through like so we were like VR Canyon and yeah. stuff with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all green. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. We used to get down on some Johnny Quest. Oh wow. Uh, and yeah. um, uh, Gundam Wing was on Adult Swim, right? Yup. I used to get. I think they actually did the rerun thing as well. Um, because I remember. I think it was at like five, five or five thirty. Uh, they would play it. Uh on Toonami and then later at night if you missed it yeah it was the same thing um they would do the rerun and I totally used to get down on some Gundam Wing yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof, so good just thinking about these things um yeah so for me to answer uh how do I feel about those things nowadays uh I still hold them to a, a high regard and as far as memories in my life um, it's just like Alan mentioned, it's just tough to go back. Um, like my example is Power Rangers. Uh, I grew up, you know, with Power Rangers in my life and watching it and getting all the toys and all of that stuff. Now I tried to recently, uh, rewatch the original series and it's just tough, man. Like it's corny. Uh, the editing is bad. Um, and I, I get it. I get it. It was from the nineties. It let alone the, uh, I think it was like the first season was originally from Japan and they kind of chopped it up to make it, uh, work in the U S. Um, but it's just tough to kind of go back to certain things, uh, that I held to such a high regard, but I mean, they're still up there. They're still up there. Um, but speaking of that, why do you guys think that, our culture goes back to those times. Um, just because this is now like what we're into. Like those kids back then are now grown up, and 
now have the money career, you know, the money, the career to fund um, these movies, like to watch these movies, right? So, like, uh, let's see. What's one example of like a remake that we're all looking into? Um, I, let's just go episode nine, like episode eight, you know, seven, eight, nine for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, you know, back then, uh, kids were into it, but then we didn't know or we didn't care if there was going to be an episode seven, eight, and nine. But now that they're, you know, that now that we're older, they're probably thinking, hey, like, you know, these, those kids back then and those nerds and geeks back then were into Star Wars. Let's, you know, let's, let's now get into making another trilogy to add on to the lore that is Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Um, the same thing with like X-Men and the MCU is that all those kids back then were like in, you know, like Rob, you know, they were into Saturday morning cartoons. They saw Wolverine, you know, the, you know, the Hey Bub blue and yellow Wolverine. Whereas we didn't get that same exact type of Wolverine, but we got the iconic three, you know, the three prong Wolverine, um, you know, in the, you know, X-Men universe. And it was everything we wanted, especially in um, Logan. But that's oh, yeah. like that'll that'll that's have to be a different that'll have to be a different uh, a different episode when we get to it. But um, and then again, speaking to the MCU is that now that we're older, we can go out and watch these movies. You know, albeit these movies are like seventeen, eighteen dollars a pop, watching it in Dolby Cinema. But <laughs> at the same time. It's worth it, you know, especially if you're missing things in solo when you're yeah. <laughs> when you're missing the dude's face turning green or whatever the hell. Um, but it's you know, we have these careers now that f- helps us fund our you know our desire to watch these movies and to like play these games that that we treasured as a you know as a child, you know, and it was just fun like. Dude, imagine like now that you know we ha- now we live in the age of the smartphone, where if you don't have a smartphone, you're kind of just like, who are you? You're kind of like off the grid. Yeah, kind of you're in the right? minority. Yeah. So now we're in the age of the smartphone, where every smartphone's like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. And while we don't pay it outright, every phone costs about eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. And then when they announced Pokemon Go. Dude, we lit up, just like kids. Like, like we were out there in Balboa Park playing these games again because we're reliving our childhood. Yeah. Right. So, like, again, like that's, like, that's I think the reason why, like, we're going back to those times is because now we're all adults with money, and we can actually go out and do these things and buy these things. And watch these things that reminded us of our childhood, you know, whether it be whether it be Pokemon Go and smartphones or Star Wars Episode Seven, Eight, Nine, um, you know, Solo, and then we can also watch um, Jurassic World, you know, like it's just stuff like that. Like we have the money now, whereas okay. like before okay. when we were younger, we had to worry about can mommy and daddy take us. <laughs> yeah. All right, I Rob? can see that. Um, so my reasoning behind why, why this stuff comes back around one, I think is 
uh, it's kind of been mentioned, um, but I'll say here is is straight just nostalgia. Um, you know, when when they announced Pokemon Go, you know, they, there's a reason why they started off with the OG Pokemon, um, and it's it was to capture that crowd back then and to bring in you know the new generation now, um, and you know the other thing that we're coming up on is the anniversary of all these things. So you know the stuff that we watched as kids, the the comic books, the the stuff that we you know pop that was important to us as kids is now we're seeing the 10, 20, 30 year anniversary of these things. So of course they want to roll it out and be like, oh yeah, we're having like a special like I don't know if you guys follow like a Pokemon trading card game, but they had the 20 year anniversary of the original what? Pokemon card. The the set came out last year. And that's what got me back in playing, into playing with the cards or collecting the cards again, was they reprinted all of the cards oh, from when right. I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forget the name of that set, but it was, something, it was like Generations or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Where they, uh, they, they, they had the OG artwork, and I still had my old cards, and so I was like comparing the two, and I was like, wow, that didn't even... I mean, they had, they had some cards that were like updated to go with like the current meta and stuff. But, you know, they had these cards. And what was trippy for me was that my niece and nephew, who are like 10 or 11, like around the same age that, you know, when I was collecting Pokemon. And now, you know, they're collecting, you know, we're trading cards with each other. Like I'm their 30-year-old uncle. And, you know, I'm trading with the 10-year-old kid to be like, oh, you know, you don't need this Charmander. You know, um, <laughs> or Charizard or whatever. And uh, it was just, it, it, so for me, like one thing I think is the nostalgia. That's how they get me. And then the other thing I think is that these companies, these big these big uh, corporate company, you know, they the reason the big corporations, the reason why they do it is money. Um, Alan mentioned it before, like now we can like so now those kids now they're they have careers now they can buy this stuff, but at the same time they're doubling their money. So whatever money they made back when I was a kid originally, they're making yep. twice, three, four times now because not only am I buying that stuff, but I'm also buying it. You know, you know, my generation's buying it for their kids now too. So they're kind of like doubling up on that stuff so that's those are my two big reasons why i think that stuff comes back around it's like the anniversary of you know the nostalgia of it and also just straight up money dude these companies know like these the little sweaty fat kids from back in the day got <laughs> money now. so let's let's charge them for it they'll come out in droves you know, that's, that's all you have to do dude is just touch that string from when i was a kid if you can bring me back and have me sit in front of the tv on saturday mornings like i'll i'll do it dude just because it'll bring me back to that simpler time. No, I get you. So, I get you. Um, and I agree on basically all the topics that you guys touched on. But there's one specific one that I kind of wanted to touch on as the token father of the group. Um, yeah, man. I think that we go back because it's something that we know was good, right? So us growing up, we watched Pokemon. We know that... For the most part, it was appropriate. Um, it was a fun time. Uh, I guess you could say taught decent lessons. Um, things like that. So now that I'm a father and I have a kid, I'm buying those things for her. You know what I mean? I'm First off, yeah, to touch on all the nostalgia and things that I had growing up, I like to see her have. Um, but it's... Like, I know that it's good. Like, why go? Why is Disneyland still popular to this day? Because it literally touches on all age groups. You know, the older generation know Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Donald and all those characters. And 
throughout the generations, they've been teaching it to their kids and it's still relevant to this day. Um, so yeah, as the, as the father in here is like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to buy it. It's, it's, it, how do I say it? I already lost track of what I was going to say. Jeez. <laughs> but Jeez. I'm going to I'm going to get those things for my kids and I'm going to push it because that's what I was into and I hope that they're into that as well. Um yeah. So speaking of things and generations and and things that the kids have now that we had, what are some things now you wish we had when we were younger that had to do with pop culture um wait what are some things that are around now that we wish we had when we were younger yeah like yeah fidget spinners let's just say oh my god yeah don't but just as an example (laughs) (laughs) um uh i mean i feel like anything i would say would be would be again like a back to the future kind of thing. Like if I brought it back then people would be like, what the fuck is that? Like you get to, you get to play video games on your phone. What the hell? Like, wait, that's a phone. Like it's so small kind of thing. Like I feel like anything I bring back then would just be like, everyone would just be freaked out. Um, like, I guess like if I brought something back that wouldn't freak anybody out, it would probably be like a PlayStation, uh, like a PlayStation or like a video gaming system, just so I can like, just so I can focus on single player games. Like I feel like now that I have the internet and I have, um, like I have the capability capabilities to do it. I'm stuck on PVP, like Fortnite, um, yeah. like I'm stuck on that stuff. And then back then, obviously, we didn't have internet or fast enough internet to you know to play pvp so i think like if i brought back a playstation and hooked it up to like a crt tv and played you know god of war you know some single player game i could focus strictly on i could focus strictly on that stuff whereas you know where back in the day like it was pretty much almost completely pve like everything was just storyline based yeah, you know for the most part in, until you got to the 64 when you played pvp against friends on goldeneye you know like otherwise everything else was kind of just like i mean you had the fighting games and like you know in street fighter but other than that it was just you know everything was strictly pve so like i feel like just to be in the you know just so I don't freak anybody out by bringing back this like amazing system or like by bringing back like Fortnite or like a PC with, you know, that doesn't have a floppy disk in it. Like <laughs> I feel like a PlayStation, um, you know, PlayStation three or four and just bring back like something as simple as, I don't know, like God of War or like fallout or something PVE based without any internet, internet capabilities. Like, I feel like that wouldn't freak anybody out and everyone would be like, that's a cool game. Got you. I got you. Rob, yeah, Rob. what about you? Um, for, for me, one thing that I wish was around when I was a kid that's, that's, that's out nowadays is probably all of the corporate licensing of things. 
Um, and with that, I mean, like, sure, there were, like, when I was coming up as a kid, and th my probably my big, my main focus on this is probably going to be Lego. When I was a kid growing up, there weren't, uh, Le Legos, or they weren't, they didn't have as much licensing as they did with these uh -huh. IPs. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I had to make up, I had to build spaceships, you know, with what limited pieces I had to make, like, a TIE fighter or, like, had these weird, crazy-looking lightsabers on my minifigures and stuff. Um, but, you know, nowadays, you can go to the store, and, like, you, they could open up just, you know, a Lego store, and all it would have in it is just Star Wars stuff, and that, that store would do really well. Um, so that's that's one thing that I wish was around as a kid was that I, it was cool that, like, I had my G.I. Joes and other action figures, and I would have to make up my own kind of stories to have to go with, like, Star Wars and stuff. But I just feel like one thing that was lacking as a kid and wasn't super popular back then was licensing in general. Like nowadays you walk down the street and you see like whole families going out to star Wars premiere and everybody's rocking a different star Wars t-shirt. Like, yeah. you know, the girls are wearing princess Leia, the kids are wearing like BBA shirts, um, which, you know, I, I growing up as a kid, I didn't, you know, you couldn't go to target and get like a star Wars t-shirt like super easily. Yeah, it was tough. You know, you, you usually you had to make your own shit at home or get it at a comic convention or something like that. You had to go out. But now it's like, it's just part of the the mainstream. It's just really easy to get that stuff. And so now I would say like one thing that I wish I had back then was that it was, it was more uh, appropriate to have your like nerd flag fly and make it be super easy to, to kind of wear that stuff on your sleeve. Um, so that's, that's one thing that I wish, you know that we could bring back or that i had as a kid was that you know they ha we have all the cool licensing and stuff that we do nowadays no oh, i get you i get you um i'm gonna go to something similar to that um i'm going more with i wish that back then movies movies had the budget and the creative mind that they do nowadays um obviously i'm, I'm referencing the mcu but there are still plenty of other properties that have been there that have come out that just stepped the game up. Um, just looking back at the movies that come out that we kind of touched on a little bit, um, they were just garbage back then, you know, like they just didn't care about the properties. They were just trying to put a movie out, um, trying to essentially get that small uh, niche crowd of like, quote-unquote nerds nowadays you know obviously money talks so um the studios are making a killing so they're making more and they're doing better but i just wish that we could bring that uh that high level that high quality of movies to back then because i feel like if we were to do that it would it would just how do I say it? Like, we wouldn't have that bitter taste in our mouth from those movies in the past. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I would take. Um, where, you said the quality of movies. Yeah, the quality and the quality of movies and the budget that goes along with it. Um, I would, yeah. yeah, I would say the majority, the majority of the movies back then probably weren't great per se but there were still some heaters out there like there were you know like but again like it's all relative because back you know today like you'd have um heaters like 
the Avengers Infinity War, but then you also have ducks, you know, or like, you know, you have like bad ones, kind of like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like yeah, pixels, you know, something <laughs> like that, right? Like you, you know, like it's all relative. Like, yeah. like we still have bad movies now with big budgets. I think That's pixels true. had a big budget, you know. I think it did. Whereas, did. whereas back then, like you also had movies with relatively big budgets who also bombed, but you also had movies with relatively small budgets that did great. You know, like yeah, I think that's all relative. Where, like bringing back you know budgets and like movies like movie quality back then yeah like no i get you like we still had we still had bomb movies like jumanji like, jumanji was a heater it can we can we, heater. let's not forget that i mean all the all the disney princesses and princes you know like aladdin little mermaid all of those were heaters like let's yep disney has been pretty good as far as heaters are concerned this is true um, it's a good point you know, like, and then, um, yeah, like it's. I, I guess it's all relative. Like, bringing back movie quality would just be like. I, I, I think don't know. I'm, like I, you kind of need my mindset is more bad. for like CGI. You know what I mean? I I wish I could bring back the technology, so that you don't have bad looking movies and lame animatronics like we did back then. Don't get me wrong. Like you mentioned, Jurassic Park, they killed it. Killed it with animatronics. It, it looked real. It was good stuff. But there were definitely some movies where it was, it was spotty. You know what I mean? Which is like CGI today. But like I mentioned, if they just have the proper mindset and the technology and the budget, I wish they could bring that back and step up some of those lame movies that we had back in the day. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and the other thing to touch on that, like the other thing that I think that studios are more aware of now is that not only do they have to have a like a good like showrunner to to help get these movie like the ideas and stuff correctly out there and a big budget, but also like just a care in general. Like they can't just make these movies like they were back in the day. They yeah. can't make a Batman. Uh, what was it? the Batman with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mister Freeze, and stuff? If that yeah. kind of shit came out nowadays it would get lit up on Rotten Tomatoes or like by critics and stuff or by, by fanboys. I think that's um, the thing is that nowadays too, they're held to a higher standard because we, oh, had, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. we had that bitter taste in our mouth, you know? And just imagine right, if right. we didn't have that bitter taste in our mouth because from the get-go, we held them to the higher standard. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that that's what's changed over time. Before, they could just put out any, like any kind of thing like oh we'll just make this you know we'll just put this batman movie out or put out this really lame version of the hulk and thor like i don't know if you guys have seen that really yeah. shitty version oh, yeah. of the hulk. <laughs> um but they would put that out they're like you know just because you know we're this is a small crowd so we don't have to put a big budget behind it and we don't have to really pay super close attention to how our our interpretation is but you know they they would try their best to put these things out there and not have as much care behind it so you get things like Deadpool and Wolverine Origins and have that movie get torn to shreds on the internet and then yep. you have when we do it when they do it correctly when they listen to the fans you get something like Deadpool. So what I think, you know, a good thing that's come of our time and just the way that pop culture is nowadays is that like 
these studios and these you know whoever the, these crazy executives are back you know the higher ups they know if we if they put out a shitty product it's not going to return as much like it used to back in the day they have to stay true yep. to the source material and they have to do, you know put some TLC into it no i get you i get you i got you um so since that kind of goes into the movies and how uh we hold them to a higher standard uh now that pop culture is really mainstream and we even talked about it how you know people have the shirts and stuff like that now how have things changed in your eyes um from us being a kid and hiding and i don't want to say hiding um but it, having a harder life being into these things compared to now um again like i like like we kind of just like grew up like nerd cult like again these people who are running the show like in all these major movie studios and like video game studios were also nerds like us back then so they kind of know like hey you know now that all these nerds who grew up on dbz and and i don't know who i don't know who said that the dragon ball z live action film that was released like back then <laughs> thought that was a good idea but whoever that was fuck you man that was garbage <laughs> um, <laughs> but um like the same people running the show were also nerds like us at one point like so they grew up and they're like you know what would be fun to make would be ready player one and like be true to the story because you know because these kids grew up into like these kids grew up, these nerds grew up. So then, when Ready Player One came out, we saw all these like pop culture references. We're like, hell yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like, it's just it's fun again to be a nerd. Not that it wasn't fun ever, but it, I think it's more socially acceptable to be a nerd and to be a geek. Um, it's not socially acceptable to put on glasses and say, "Oh, I'm a nerd." And post it on your Instagram. Uh, at all you Instagram models, like hit me up, but don't hit me up. Um, Someone no, sounds a little salty. I'm just yeah. saying. It is kind of it is kind of insulting, you know what I mean? Like whenever like a girl picks up a picks up a like a Wiimote or or an Xbox control, controller and like, oh yeah, I'm a gamer with you know, except for like Gina Darling, who's amazing, but. Here we go. Like, it's just it's it is kind of insulting, like <laughs> being, a nerd, being a nerd or a gamer, and like the greatest thing about their stream or the pot or their um you know their Twitch stream is they're wearing like a low cut shirt, and yeah. they're not even that tight. You know what I mean? Like it is kind of insulting that they call themselves gamers and they're like, I don't know if you have to be good to be you know to be a streamer or whatever, but it's just like it is it's insulting when these Instagram models are like, yeah, I'm a gamer. No, or I like, yeah. When, but um, yeah, they're really just doing it just to attract people. When realistically, are you? Do you, should you classify yourself as a gamer? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you play one game. You know. So no, I get you. I get you. Yeah, but it is more socially acceptable to be a nerd nowadays, and to be in that culture nowadays because we all grew up. You know, back then. Um, back then they didn't want me 
but now I'm hot. They all on me oh kind of thing. Gosh. You know what I mean? There it is. There's the <laughs> reference. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, we all grew up. And like all those, all these nerds are coming out of the fold and they're coming out of the proverbial closet. And it's, you know, and we're enjoying life as it is. Like, you know, now we get the MCU, we get Star Wars, we get a, new, we get a brand new Star Wars trilogy that adds to the canon. Um, and we're getting, you know, Solo, we're getting Rogue One, and we're getting all these cool things. And we're just like, you know, it's okay to be a nerd nowadays. We don't, we're not, um, I think Rob said it persecuted um, for being nerds nowadays. Like we're, it's, it's okay to be a nerd and to say, I like star Wars or I like Marvel. Um, however, it's not okay to say, I like the DC extended universe. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Rob. Rob. All right. So I've been waiting for this topic um, for the night, just because uh, I have a, like I was holding this nasty example, um, and I mentioned it before with you guys about how nerds were portrayed back when we were kids. Uh, we used to watch like the Saved by the Bell or like Fresh Prince reruns and stuff, um, and like you know back then the nerds were portrayed as you know high and tight, like high water pants, pocket protectors, like shirts tucked in, glasses, you're, you're Steve Kind of guys. Basically, right, right, right. And so, how have things changed? You get shows like The Big Bang Theory, where you have four super nerds, but he still gets the hot girl now. <laughs> like, like that's what thing. Like, and that now, like that's like the one of the bigger panels at Comic Con now is to go out and see these guys. The fan base is huge because it's such a mainstream thing now. And like, you know, those nerds from back in the day are finally feeling. The fruits of their labor they're they're not they're they're feeling validation now versus persecution um uh, you know we mentioned it pre-show that you know the guys who people that are getting into like mcu nowadays are are coming to a head and meeting people that were collecting comics from the 60s and stuff now and so you're saying like oh man captain america is really cool and then you know the the nerdy guy will be like oh yeah he was really cool when i check out this number one or, you know, yeah. look at this picture of me dressing up as Cap when I was eight and I made this trash can lid my shield. And, you know, that guy is going to reach the front page on Reddit or something. You know what I mean? Um, so now what I think a big thing that's happened now is that just being a nerd, being like pop culture, it, now that's, um, you know, now they're they're put on people's shoulders. They're the heroes of our time now. Like we look up to those guys. And so that's that's I think that it's it's changed quite a bit. Um and uh, one of the talking points that I want to bring up is uh, the fantasy geeks. Uh, you know, back in the day, if you talk to somebody and he had like long hair, <laughs> and we can all picture this guy, and he's like, he used to wear like these like wizard shirts and used to play Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. He used to make fun of that kid, and uh, you know, he had his own like weird outcast friends and stuff. But that same kid, you know, directed you know the Harry Potter movies or something like that, like those fantasy geeks are those same geeks that are like now they're into like game of thrones and lord of the rings so now if the fantasy world isn't so nerdy anymore now it's like it's the new sexy and you're like oh, oh shit you <laughs> oh, wow. you, All right. you have you uh, you're dressing up as daenerys for for comic-con that's dope you know what i mean like i get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's i mean that's that's something that's that's changed quite a bit too um so i think it you know, my main point is that the pop culture, how things have changed, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot more for the better nowadays. 
No, I agree. I agree. I actually, I don't even have anything else to add. That was all spot on. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything else to add? <laughs> Shoot. I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I'm out of words. You know, Rob's, Rob's been holding it in for the longest time. I know, and he just let it all out. And we took it like all a right, champ. So this, this is the end of the lounge SD. Uh, we're signing <laughs> off forever now. Yeah, that's it. We have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ever. Well, I mean, the other thing that we can talk about and mention, like another way that you can see pop culture has reached the masses and stuff is, and we've done a whole episode about this too, if you guys want to check out the backlog, is how much Comic-Con has changed. If you want oh, to... Yeah. to to find yourself on the bleeding edge of nerd culture and stuff, Comic-Con is really the front lines of all of it. Um, anything that's up and coming, anything that's old school that you want to see celebrated, usually that's where you'll find it, is at Comic-Con. Um, so speaking to that, like how, how have you guys seen pop culture change You know, using Comic-Con as your vehicle, using Comic-Con as the example? Uh, I'll start first. I'll start first because I have something right off the top of my head to get off. Um, obviously it's blown up. Um, we've been going to Comic-Con for over a decade now, you know, so we've seen many changes. Um, but if you notice pop culture as a whole were, and what were the three things that we brought up? We brought up TV shows, we brought up video games, and we brought up movies. If you notice the things that we were into back then, those three things are huge industries nowadays video games huge tv shows huge uh, obviously with like netflix and stuff like that and then the movie industry is just killing it um and it just goes back to what you said like now it's mainstream to be a quote-unquote nerd um but yeah when you look at comic-con even that has changed into those three big things you know, the biggest panels are for movies and for uh, TV shows. And then on the show floor, video games, that has its whole section now. You know, so much for quote-unquote comic con. Um, it's just not as relevant anymore. Not saying that the nerd side isn't around. It's just the traditional form of paper print comics aren't as big anymore. But... Those three things just blew up, and it just goes to show what, how or yeah, how pop culture has changed in shoot. Let's just say the last ten years. You know what I mean? But yeah, Alan, what do you think? Uh, I have nothing to add to that. Boom. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, we kind of Randy kind of hit all the points there. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, at the same time, I wasn't probably ready for the question, but Randy Prey hit all the points there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, knew, I know so. Well, anything else to add? No. No, man. I'm good. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Well, if you guys are good, I'm good. This was kind of a uh, different week for us, um, but we're trying to steer away from the movie topics just a little bit um so we whipped out this topic but hopefully you guys enjoyed it for you guys on the stream thank you guys for stopping by um the podcast listeners if you want to have a visual uh 
experience, you guys can stop by my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash bonesaw. And the O in bone is a zero. Um, that does it for us. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed your stay in the lounge. If you haven't done so, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the lounge SD and on Twitter. And it's the same thing. Um, and if you guys have any questions or feedback, uh, leave it in the comments sections of wherever you listen to this episode, whether that's Podbean, iTunes, or Google Play Music. Um, thank you guys for tuning in once again. My name is Randy. I'm Alan. And I'm Rob. Catch you guys next time. Damn, dude. My neighbor's dog won't shut the fuck up. It's fucking annoying, dude. You know what you gotta do? You gotta go over to your neighbor's house and uh, murder. Fucking market. <laughs> 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 <laughs>